The Griffin Show. Wake up! With your chance to sound off, give your opinion, and tell us your thoughts. It's on. It's now. It's here. It's the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890. 92.5. KDXU, Southern Utah's News Talk Leader. Yesterday on the program, Jack Lancaster was on. We talked about energy, renewable energy, sources of energy. Today, we're going to talk about energy as well. Marianne Hamilton is with me, but a different kind of energy, the energy that is within our bodies, right, Marianne? Internal energy, very important, yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, I don't know all the physics of kinetic energy and all that stuff, but sometimes when you're sitting on the couch, it's really hard to have any energy to want to do anything. You're like, I just want to stay here. Especially this time of year when yeah. it's so hot outside. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Good point. But uh, Marianne Hamilton, Miss Senior Universe, I love that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the second prettiest girl I know. After my uh, wife. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Marianne got to be involved with all the 4th of July festivities here in town. Tell me about the parade a little bit. I was out of town, so I, I didn't get to experience the St. George 4th of July parade. How did it turn out? It was amazing. I think this was um, the first real sort of post-pandemic, you know, full-on parade. Mm, we had we had yeah. one last year, which was great. But this is like the first year when people thought, okay, it's safe to be outdoors. We're going we're going to go out and do it. And there were thousands of people around the parade. Really? Around. Yeah. Wow. So at 6.30 in the morning, the city of St. George uh, Race Department, which my husband, Doug, works for, mm-hmm. uh, put on the Uncle Sam 4K race. So 4K? 4K. Uh, you know, you're July. three or five, but four. Yeah, okay. it's about two and a half miles, That's really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, loop down Tabernacle and back. And then, um, but you didn't get to do it, right? Because you were getting ready for the parade. I was getting ready for the parade, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, I was over at that point at quarter to six decorating the stage for the annual uh, Star Search talent show, which I put on every year. Wow! And I emcee that, and so I was still, you know, putting bunting on the edge of the stage <laughs> and <laughs> ran over to get on the float um, at the Huntsman World Senior Games uh, float at um, in time for taking off at seven forty-five, and then that was just craziness uh throwing candy to the kids well now you didn't grow up in the princess lifestyle so how was your your princess wave did you Uh, you you get it down i've I've been perfecting that since i was crowned in january okay (laughs) been working on that for a few and it's really funny because when you're doing that in a crowd all the little girls have it down too and they're doing they're they're doing the wrist (laughs) things showing you how to wave and i i try to emulate that and uh you know lots of ladies um lots of moms hold their babies up you know for you to wave at and throw Mm -hmm. kisses at and it's just super fun people are so receptive they they kind of like seeing the queens and they're yeah. always really clapping yeah. and having a good time and everybody was probably looking at you going there's no way she's as old as she is she, she's <laughs> got to be 30 something <laughs> right i did hear a couple of you you're, you're not really a senior right well, oh yeah oh yeah way past really that am. sorry <laughs> way past that yeah so that was super fun and uh then after the uh parade was over we went over to the talent show and we had about um 11, 12 entrants, which was terrific. And we crowned the St. George uh, Star Search finalists in three categories, 10 and under, 11 to uh, 17, and then 18 plus. And we also had some performers from the, the city has a wonderful program called the Performers in the Park 
or the pips, mm-hmm. no Gladys Knight, just the pips. <laughs> and they are um, young people, probably um, in their teens, and they perform at uh, local parks all over throughout the summertime. Oh, and cool. they do singing, and they do dancing, and they engage kids in different parks. And so they came on stage and did a couple of uh, numbers, and they were amazing. The pips. Yeah, the nice. pips. Yeah. Super I, I hate to put you on the spot. Do you remember the name of the winners of the Star Search? Of the yes. Um, well, the young lady who was in the 11, I'm sorry, 10 and under was Braylon Larson. Okay. It was an incredible gymnast and dancer. She just like, we had to clear the stage because she was like from one end to the other. Was she doing flips and all that? Doing yeah, flips, yeah. That's cool. And then in the um, 11 to 17 is uh, this tiny little person named Presley Hepler who had this huge voice that just blew everybody off the stage. She's, really? she's also one of the pips. She's fabulous. And then in the 18 plus is a guy named Nate Horsley, who is a local contractor. He worked, he built houses with his dad. Great, great, great crooner kind of guy. And he was, he was terrific. Singer, huh? A singer, yeah. What, what did he sing? Do you remember? Oh, God, I'm sorry. I know in auditions he sang Easy, and I'm spacing on what he sang uh, last week, but it was, it it was, was equally good, wonderful. Though. Yeah, nice. it was There was like it was unanimous. It was great. I always wanted to do that. You know, it's funny. I can, I have no problem speaking in public. Mm-hmm. A hundred, a thousand, whatever, doesn't matter to me. I don't have a problem with it. But singing in front of people is, is really, really hard for it's me. Like you're, you're putting that out there and you know, <laughs> basically asking people to... To love your talent, and maybe, maybe they will, maybe they I, won't, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, for years, of course, I did games with Mike McGarry, uh, Dixie mm-hmm. Dixie College games and and high school games, and I always said one day, Mike, I'm going to sing the national anthem at one of these games. Uh-huh. And he said, Well, on that day, I will. I, we won't go to commercial break. I'll leave the mics open so we can hear you sing. And I don't. I think he was trying to help me, uh-huh. but I think in a way he kind of scared me away from doing it. <laughs> Like, Did you end up doing it or no? I, I have not done it. You have that, not no. done that. Sometime. Well, we'll have to have you on next year to do our national anthem to open up the talent show. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you're like on, you're I on, so you're nervous. On, you're on the morning I, now. I can talk. I, I'll do the play. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Well, I was going to tell you also that the best part of the day was my first uh, Griffin groupie sighting. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually out washing my hands at the outdoor uh, hand station, and this lady came up, and she saw my sash and my crown, and she said, oh, Miss Senior Universe, I hear you on Andy Griffin's show all the time. I love him. He's so wonderful. <laughs> and she was going on and on and on, and, uh, and she had heard me, and she liked our interchange. So that was, that was kind of exciting to be cool. recognized for your show. Yeah, well, I, and we appreciate everyone that listens, and we appreciate Absolutely. you, Marianne, for coming on. And and you have a, a oh, it's a weird sound. You have a special, <laughs> unique talent uh, in in you know. I mean, we've talked about it before, but you kind of found fitness a little bit later in oh, life. Yeah. You weren't a super fit athlete when you were a teenager, not even remotely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people are kind of the opposite. Like like for instance, I played football. I played you know different sports, and mm-hmm. I was an athlete. And then as I've gotten older, I'm not as athletic as I used to be for various reasons. Sure. Uh, but what we want to do and what you uh, kind of almost taken up a banner saying, hey, let's make sure our seniors are are still in, in shape or, 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 or can get back in shape. Absolutely. And I love it. Well, it's just, um, as we've talked about before, it's really readjusting what you believe your capabilities are. And if you have, you know, knee or joint problems and you can't run anymore, well, maybe you can become a walker, you can become a swimmer, you can do yoga. There are lots and lots of things you can do. It's just not assuming that because you can't do X that you can't do Y either and, and exploring what your possibilities are. Yeah, finding what whatever it is that fits for you. For me, I like I enjoy pickleball, mm-hmm. and I've started water walking a lot. Yes, that's so good um, for you. And and it's not 
It doesn't even feel like exercise really right. when you're walking in the water. Right. Later on, you might be sore, but <laughs> no. while you're doing it, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's very supportive. Thing. It's um, mm-hmm. I think the physics say that you weigh one third of your normal body weight when right. you're in the water, so you're you have the resistance that's helping you, you know, get fitter. But it's not something that's that's fighting you. It's just very supportive. So let's talk about, uh, you sent me a, a kind of a, a, an outline, which is awesome. I love that because a lot of guests don't do that. And ah. uh, I mean, if I get a national guest, I'll get some kind of press release or something on them. But uh, and, and one of the lists, and I, I love lists. People that listen to the show know that I love lists. And your list is 10 ways to get started exercising if you hate, hate exercise. exercise. <laughs> and yeah. there are a lot of people, and maybe hate's a strong word, but a lot of people who are like, ah, it's too hot, and my knees hurt, my mm-hmm. back is sore. I don't really want to do that. But you're going to help us out a little bit. Oh, I'd like to. I hope so. Um, I think the first thing before we get to the list is if you're starting off from scratch or you haven't been active for a while, mm-hmm. go see your doctor. Make sure that you're not dealing with something that could become aggravated right. by an exercise program. Make sure you're you know, cardiovascularly uh, fit and that it's you're a big word. Yeah, it's a big word. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, your knees, whatever your joints are up to it and then mm-hmm. just, you know, start slow. But anyway, so here's, here's the list. Um, so the first thing I think is really, really cool is think about um, exercise snacks or exercise chunks. Hmm. Um, you don't have to okay. do the whole thing all at once throughout yeah. in, in, the, in one day. I mean, a lot of us think, oh, you know, I have to go to an exercise class and that's going to be an hour. Or I have mm-hmm. to go run, you know, how many miles that will be an hour. coach or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can start with little um, short bursts of exercise and actually the more intense if you just you know ran in place for 60 seconds and did that three times a day like you know two or three hours apart that's a really 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 cardiovascular Hmm. and aerobic workout Um, so you don't have to think about oh my gosh I've got to devote from you know seven to eight every morning or something you can go for a walk with the dog in the morning you can do something at lunchtime and then in the evening you know do whatever dance or something that's different I used to do uh, P90X remember how Mm -hmm. big that was back in the 90s and and, uh, but their yoga program on P90X was like an hour and 10 minutes and it was it was daunting sure I think think about doing you know and yoga is hard enough as it is and then to think about doing yoga for 70 minutes i i it was frustrating i actually wrote a modified version for myself and my kids and my wife oh, cool. uh to to break that down and it was 30 minutes mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people were like oh you're ruining p90x because you're not doing the full hour and 10 and not i was like mm, you know I, I couldn't do that it didn't work for me yeah so. you're doing what's right for you and with, if you started that that maybe lesser or you know shorter level, mm-hmm. you will build up over time, and maybe you'll get to that seventy minutes. Maybe you won't, but I mean, you're starting with what's appropriate for your body, and I think that's really important. I always tell people in the the classes that I teach at the aquatic center and at a Brio. I'm going to suggest a series of exercises, but you modify according to what's appropriate for you. Right. If you've had a shoulder replacement or hip replacement or your knees are bad or whatever, just just keep moving. That's all that matters, you know, yeah. and Great don't give up. So number one, exercise snacks. Snacks, yes. Yeah, yes. I like it. Okay. Second one is what I just did coming up here. Always take the stairs if you can. Mm. Um, I know we're all... You know, going to jam into the elevator and get up to the top floor, but you really can get a pretty good workout. It's amazingly by just taking the stairs. Well, and something I would throw into that, Marianne, is um, kind of to tie into number one snacks is maybe at first you take the stairs down. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then after a while, when you start maybe feeling a little more fit and a little more ready, then you take, take the stairs up, too. I think that's huge. It's really, really huge. And one of the most important things about this is that um, if you're older, as, as we are, as I am, certainly, <laughs> um, taking the stairs can actually, you know, when you get comfortable with it and your balance is good, it's going to lessen your chance of getting of taking falls, which is a really, really huge thing for people who are over 65. Yeah. Falls are like the leading cause of injury and then the leading cause of death that's caused by that kind it's of injury. because you get an infection or whatever. Exactly. You can break yeah. a hip, whatever. So um, falls are, are huge, huge, huge at our age. And so you really want to um, do whatever you can to mitigate that and work on your balance. And there are very few stairs that don't have a railing. Exactly. So, you know, if you need to that's help pretty balance much code. yourself. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the railing. My son, I was up with the grand kids last week he didn't have a railing on his back porch and, and so i was I, I like would grab the door and then i would reach out <laughs> for the barbecue or whatever just because I, I you know balance wise it's important you yeah know, yeah you i mean fall I, down I, and break something i found you a couple stats here i mean one in four older adults will fall each year in the u.s like mm-hmm. every five seconds every second i'm sorry every second of every day uh, an adult over 65 suffers a fall that's about 36 million dollars 36 million falls wow. in adults over 65 each year it's crazy. Wow, that's it's crazy. And, and when you think of the, the effects that that can have, I, I don't know. I, I think we all know somebody, uh, a senior who fell and it led to mm-hmm. other problems. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's, you know, that that's a reality of life. I think so. last month when I was here, you talked about your wife tripping over your grandchild and, you know, bashing her head against <laughs> she hit her head. The, she yeah. Did. And that could have been really she's serious. She's not a senior, but that. Yeah. And. It, it brought tears to her eyes. Um, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And really scary for you, I'm sure, watching that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, the, taking the stairs is a really good idea. And, you know, particularly particularly with maybe COVID being resurgent, uh, maybe being indoors in a cramped space isn't such a good idea in the next couple of months until that sort of, you know, calms down again. And what if you live, uh, and we don't have a lot of tall buildings here in St. Mm-hmm. George, but my daughter, for instance, right now, she's on an LDS mission. Mm-hmm. She lives on the 11th floor. Oh, wow. And they take the elevators exclusively. But, you know, I, I asked her once, I said, have you ever climbed to the 11th floor? And she says, I haven't done it yet. And I thought, well... It's One of these days, you got to at least try it, right? That's a <laughs> long way, so. Yeah, it is a long way, but she could start with going up from the first floor to the second floor, and then mm, you know maybe point. adding another floor over the next week, and maybe just increasing a little bit over time. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, she probably would make it up to the 11th floor and think, oh, wow, I've done something really cool. Yeah. 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 16-story buildings. You can make it to the roof eventually, <laughs> too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that'd be monumental, for sure. Okay. Are you ready so, for number three? Yeah, exercise, snacks, and then take the stairs. Mm-hmm. All right, what's okay. next? Um, if you have an internet connection, you can stream some workout videos. Oh, There's nice. all kinds of stuff on there. Um, My wife is a huge uh, uh, YouTube exercise mm-hmm. video fanatic. She mm-hmm. loves them. There is just a ton of stuff, anything from yoga to dance to, and I, I look at um, water aerobics routines all the time so I can mm-hmm. add new moves to the classes that I teach. And there's yeah. a ton of stuff out there. There's some stuff that's, you know, <laughs> not quite as, right, as good, right, but, right. you know, there's a lot of really good stuff. She, have you heard of, she likes uh, someone called Betty Rocker, not Crocker, but Betty Rocker. Betty Rocker. No, and I have not. She does. Her concept is 15 minutes of hard workout uh-huh. a day. And uh-huh. instead of 30 of medium or an hour of, of light Moderate, workout, yeah. it's 15 minutes of hard workout a day. And nice. uh, she just loves it. She just loves it. So. Is, is it um, calisthenics type stuff or what is, you know? She does it while I'm here at work, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
That's important. Okay. Um, there's a ton of free stuff. There are some things that are, um, you know, subscription-based, but it just depends on what's, what's appropriate for you. So those are good things, too. Um, here's one you may not have thought of. Adopt a dog. Ah, yeah. wait a minute. How can that help me exercise, well, Marianne? the research shows that people who have dogs tend to be, they, you have to walk the dog, right? So you tend to move more than people who don't. Hmm. Particularly if you're dealing with a puppy who's not trained and they're like taking off and going like crazy. Mm-hmm. You're chasing after the dog. Um, we have many, many, many wonderful places here in southern Utah to adopt animals. Yeah. You know, Paws or the Animal Shelter, Humane Society. There are shelters in Laverkin, Ivans, everywhere. So there are lots of opportunities for that. Um, and here's something really cool. Um, 74% of pet owners report a mental boost by having an animal. For sure. For so it's sure. good for you physically as well as mentally. I was going to say, we always talk about physical fitness, but a lot of it, I think, ties into it is how do we feel about ourselves? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about life and uh, you know, I've, I don't have a, a pet right now. My wife has uh, asthma, but right. um, I, I felt the effects of having pets in my life in the past. I mean, there's nothing like getting on the floor and playing with a dog. Oh, they're and, so and, wonderful. Yeah, they're yeah. so wonderful. They're just, it's like, that's unconditional love right there, mm-hmm. personified. True. They Very just true. adore you. Very true. And they'll get you out walking. And you don't really think about that when you're getting a dog. I think a lot of people get a dog and are like, all right, I got the dog for the kids. Well, guess who's going to be walking the dog? It's not going to be the kids. <laughs> not going to be the kids, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's cold outside and raining or it's early right. in the morning and the dog has to go. Yeah. Uh, it's you. <laughs> yeah. It's you. It's you. <laughs> so that's, a, that's an option. Um, so the next four are kind of technology based. And so I know we okay. have a lot of tech, tech people here. Um, this one I really, really like, and I wanted to talk about something sidebar afterwards, a fitness tracker. Um, uh-huh. There are lots of devices. You can get everything from the Apple Watch, which is, you know, the higher end. Thing. Okay, you've got one there. Got one, yep. To like an old school pedometer, so you can keep track of your steps. And So do you have a recommendation on how many steps we should have, how active we should I'm be? I'm so glad you asked, because <laughs> <laughs> that's and, what I wanted to talk I'm not reading about. from your script. No, this I know, just, yeah. I know. This is really, it's <laughs> psychic. This is amazing. Um, I know for many years we've all been fed, not been fed, we've been told that the 10,000 10, steps. 10,000. Yes, 10, it's, it's, that's yeah. the holy grail. Uh-huh. That's science. Right. Actually, if you do some really minimal research, it's kind of funny. That is um, it's a marketing ploy that mm. came about in the 60s. So and I guess in 1964, the Summer Games, Tokyo Olympics, were in Tokyo, Tokyo obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a watchmaker, a clockmaker, really? who wanted to capitalize on that. And so <laughs> this guy made... Um, and mass-produced a pedometer, and its name, when written in Japanese characters, looked like a walking man. Okay. And it translated as the 10,000 steps meter. Aha. Uh-huh. And somehow that became embedded into the consciousness. And it and still it's is spread, today. It's still spread, <laughs> yes. So there's been a, a ton of research studies um, done on what's the optimum amount of exercise. I have, this is funny, I, I golf with three other ladies, and all three of them are just very, very faithful fitness walkers. They're going to get their 10,000 steps in. One won't ever use a cart. She's going to walk the course the entire time. Wow. I've got the cart and the drinks and the snacks. <laughs> I'm not going to walk. Um, Golfing is exercise. Never pretty, mind the rest yeah, of the stuff. The way I play, because I, I hit a lot. <laughs> I hit a lot. Um, so anyway, the research shows that the sweet spot really is between about um, – uh, 7,500 7, 7, to 8,000 steps a day, which is really good still. Yeah. But that 
10,000 steps, there's a point of diminishing returns where you sort of plateau around 7,500. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's, it's nice if you can do it, but you know, don't beat yourself up if you don't get that 10,000 because it really is something that was kind of dreamed up by an advertising Marketing. guy. <laughs> wow. We've actually had Dr. Blodgett on, the, the uh-huh. health director, and he said, you know, uh, these extreme athletes, he said, I'm not going to criticize them. If they want to do an Ironman or if they want to do a marathon mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. that that's more power to them. But he said, after a certain point, you're actually doing more harm to your body than yeah. you are doing help to your body. Well, you think about, you know, you're an example of, maybe there's a cumulative effect of all, all the things that you did to your body earlier when in life. When I was young, yeah. My husband's dealing with that right now. He's thinking about, oh my gosh, do I need a new right knee? He's going Saturday yeah. Friday to see if he can get an MRI, because he was a real active athlete, and he's been an ultra marathoner for a number of years, and that takes a toll after yeah. after a time. It really does. Like I said, we, we don't I would never criticize someone that chooses right. to do that. Right. If that's what they want to do, that's great. It's kind of like, you know, buying an electric car. It's not necessarily that great for the environment. But if you want one, hey, go Why for not? it. Why, Why not? not? Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and so, um, you know, if you choose to do that, that's great. But I think what Marianne's saying and what, I, what I'm trying to say is you don't have to do that. It, yeah. There are there are ways where you can still get plenty of exercise without being a super athlete. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I think we think of athletes as, you know, people we see in the Olympics or, or tennis pros or those kinds of people who are doing really, really active, vigorous sports. Doesn't mean that um, somebody who's a walker or somebody who's, you know, um, has a fabulous yoga practitioner pra- practice isn't an athlete. Right. Those people are very finely tuned, um, conditioned as well. And an, another word about things like the Apple Watch or other mm-hmm. fitness trackers, uh, it it. It uh, will keep track of your heart rate, be, even at rest or when you're sleeping or whatever. Yeah, uh, it'll keep track of your steps. Uh, That's my actually my next uh, oh, cool. next point. Yeah. yeah, there are some fitness, tons of fitness apps too that you mm-hmm. can put on your watch or put on your device or whatever. Um, I happen to use uh, Map My Walk when I'm out there on the trail, and that has it's really really cool. In addition to telling telling you how far you've gone, how what your splits are, how fast you went, you know, half mile and a mile, mm-hmm. it draws a little map that shows you shows oh, you where wow. you been and then you can archive that and you can see you know compare from day to day or week to week um what your distance was what your time was that kind of thing i found it really helpful um a couple years ago when covid was really really you know everything was kind of shut down the city of saint george did this um virtual race series where you go online and you'd log the number of uh, miles that you did a day and i kept mine through map my walk and um I found out that even while I was going through radiation treatments for breast cancer, I did 150 miles in this one period of time, which oh, was wow. kind of cool. Yeah, awesome. um, Doug, my husband, uh, does map my run, and he does map my ride on his bike. On his bike, there are all kinds of cool apps that'll help you really, really sort of track your progress over time and, and keep you on. And all the research shows that people who ha- who use those kinds of applications tend to be more active and and stay with it. And there's, it's funny, there's a thing called, and it's, I think it's misnamed, it's called the Lazy Man Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And my son did it up at BYU, my wife has done it with Washington City here. Mm-hmm. And the concept is, instead of doing all that in one, you know, 104 mile bike ride and 26 mile run and two and a half mile swim, uh, you have a month to do it instead of a day. Right. 
And it's it's funny because like they have a picture of a guy in an easy chair and they call it the lazy man iron. But, you, but to do all that in a you month, still it's still a do lot. It. You did. That's a lot. That's of, a lot of that's stuff. A lot of distance. And yeah. they were able. I know my son was able to do it, and they were able to do it by using technology to track. Nice. You know, nice. I, I'm in the pool a certain amount of time. I went this far, and and mm-hmm. and that really helped them. So we're going to call a timeout on our list. We're okay. at what number five now? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yep. So uh, and we're talking about. Uh, the, the, give us the name of the list again. Ten ways to... Ten ways to exercise if you hate to exercise. If you hate to exercise. All right, we're going to get a weather update. A couple of commercials. We'll be, we'll be back with more from Miss Senior Universe right after this. This is Mark Levin, and you're listening to The Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU. Stay tuned to KDXU for my show at 6 p.m. today. Welcome back, 9.35 now on KDXU. I'm hanging out with the pretty girls today. Marianne is here. Marianne, thanks Thank you, for coming Katie. in. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you're the second prettiest girl I know. That's a that's quite a compliment. I married the other one, and you were already How married when I met you. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But I appreciate you coming in. We're talking fitness for seniors today and just... Uh, you know, trying to get started. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, we're, we're talking about exercise and getting started. I, the very first one, we talked about exercise snacks and just starting small, just mm-hmm. just picking something that you can do, that you will do. Uh, my, you know, my example was, was yoga. It was too, the program I had was too long. So I cut it down to something that I felt like I could handle. I cut out some of the really hard ones because I couldn't do them anyway. Which is really uh, smart. Yeah. And, and, and kept all the ones in that I could do or I at least could get close to. I mean, there's there's a couple of those. You have to lean back behind your back and grab your own foot backwards. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm no, never going to do happen. that. Okay. So. But, you know, if, if you carve it down to the things that you can do, you're more much more likely to continue with that and stay with it. And, and it, I didn't make it easy. Mm-hmm. They were still hard. I mean, if, sure. if you've done yoga at all, you know that every bit of it is, is there, there's difficult, demanding things. Yeah. And, and uh, so uh, and I'm going to get that back out and start working on that one. Good. Because I've I got to be more flexible. But yeah, exercise snacks, that's a good start. So we went exercise snacks. Uh, number two was Climbing the stairs. Climbing the, st- take Always the, the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number three was streaming workout videos. All kinds of stuff yeah, available online. YouTube, especially, and then yeah. uh, I think four was dog. Right. Get it. Nope. Get it. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, get adopt a pet. A dog. Yeah, adopt a, a dog. dog. So many great places to adopt. You don't have to go to a pet store and spend eleven hundred dollars or twenty five hundred dollars or whatever to get a dog. You can go down to the the animal shelter for a nominal fee. Usually mm-hmm. they'll 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 fix the animal too for you. Right. So that, and get the shots and everything for them, so you don't have to worry about that stuff. And you could walk home. I don't know, what is it, fifty or sixty bucks, and you've got yourself about a that, re- yeah. uh, rescue animal. So, yeah. good advice. Number five, we're starting to get into technology a little bit. I know this scares people. Uh, we talked about the but Apple it- Watch and the other fitness trackers. Uh, I was telling you during the break. You know, I got mine a few. You know. I don't know, maybe six months ago. Your and Apple Watch? My Apple Watch. When I first got it, I was like, I don't even know what to do with this thing. And tell the time because I'm an old guy and I look at the time. <laughs> and, and then I started exploring some of the little apps on the watch. And I realized, hey, it's tracking my heart rate. It's tracking how long I sleep or how well I sleep or what, yes. how, what my heart rate is while I'm sleeping. And there's the steps lots of great I take. info there. Yeah, yeah. yeah really good stuff. Um, and, and so we don't need to be afraid of this stuff, mm-hmm. even though it can be daunting at times. I think, um, you know, Certainly, maybe it's a, I don't know, something that seniors feel like they're not comfortable with technology yeah. because we yeah. didn't grow up with it. But 
it's very most most devices, most trackers, most applications are very, very simple to use now. And if you just sort of get past the idea of, you know, I'm going to break this, or I'm going to break <laughs> my computer, yeah. you'll find that these tools are really pretty cool and, and very helpful, and particularly when you're starting an exercise program. As an example, I am, you know, watches most for the most part are not waterproof. And, and so I'm afraid <laughs> to take mine into the pool. Well, it says right on it, water resistant up to nine meters or something right. like that. I could take it in the pool, but when I go exercise in the pool, I take my watch off because I'm afraid I'm going to ruin it. Uh, well, no, it'll probably <laughs> last longer that way. <laughs> maybe, but maybe I need to get over it too. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's right. a little old school, Andy. Sorry. Yeah, old yeah. school. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we had fitness trackers and then we had fitness apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's that brings us up to our next one on the list. Okay. Okay. Which is um, think about a virtual personal trainer, mm-hmm. which is okay. an interesting concept. These are folks that um, you, as long as you have an internet connection and either your you know your computer, or your pa- tablet, or your phone, you can connect with them and they'll coach you one on one. And which that's kind of helpful if you're. So are these real people? Real people, talking? absolutely. Okay. Um, and, you know, if you're nervous about going to the gym, you feel kind of intimidated by, you know, all the bodybuilders. Oh, yeah, body builders all the flexors and, all. and the yeah, tattoos yeah. and the skimpy outfits. And <laughs> things, yeah. All that spandex. Um, <laughs> but you feel like you need some extra help. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe go to your health club and see if they can suggest somebody, a virtual trainer. Or you can go online. It will, you know, there's a fee involved. But for some people, that's the best way to go. Um, my uh, husband's ex-wife is does this from her home in Lake Tahoe, and she's very, really? very successful. And she talks with people all over the country. And she gets a lot in, into the sort of mind-body. You know, why are you hesitant to exercise? Why do you think you're eating more? That kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and she does more of a whole as I said, mind and body type of thing. Um, but, you know, you just may need some help with, you know, hey, this is, are these weights too much for me or how many reps should I be doing, that kind of thing. And that person will just sort of coach you through your program for any period of time that you're feeling like you need it. Plus we have encouragement, like you were saying, and mm-hmm. accountability exactly. is a big exactly. one. Exactly. Very, uh, very You know, important. I didn't exercise this week or I Oops. I had three donuts yesterday. <laughs> or so, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. if you think, okay, I'm going to have to tell my virtual trainer this tomorrow maybe i'll only have two donuts or maybe only one donut or maybe i won't have a donut or right or whatever you know in in with covid we kind of all got shut down and there was virtual schooling but there was also virtual visits to the doctor mm-hmm. and so this seems Which like I've done. To me, yeah. yeah this seems like to me a natural progression a virtual trainer someone that you can zoom or whatever facetime whatever and they can help you out on the exercise journey. Exactly. I mean, we can all use a little help. And if you have your own personal cheerleader, um, I'm one of the things I'm excited about is that next month I'm going to be a speaker at the TEDx uh, con- yeah, yeah. salon here in St. George. I have a virtual coach, and she's you know she's in Ohio, but she's helping me get ready for this and helping me refine my speech and practice my presentation, all that kind of stuff. So virtual assistants are everywhere, and mm-hmm. take advantage of them if you can. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. A little yeah. virtual coach for your speech. Huh? Yes, exactly. Well, I think you speak very well. Well, thank you. But, um, uh, that's one thing, talking to you one-on-one here in the studio. Getting up on the stage at the Electric Theater in front of hundreds of people will yeah. be something completely different, I'm sure. But uh, hopefully I'll get through without throwing up or passing out. <laughs> well, if you do either of those things, do it afterwards. <laughs> okay, <so>. okay. <laughs> it would make an impact, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe literally. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, the last one in our in our technology uh, group here is 
virtual reality fitness that involves putting on those you know the headset oh yeah 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 yeah. um i've not done that myself but i've i've certainly played uh virtual reality golf and virtual reality tennis which Mm -hmm. is super super fun and you know the exercise there's a the experts call this exergaming exergaming combining your exercise Hmm. with um you could do boxing dance uh we had you know we had the 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 what was it the we the Mm -hmm. the virtual bowling and tennis and all that stuff and that was big in the 90s and then it kind of went away and now we're kind of we're technology technologically we're past that now right and where things are easier to visualize and uh yeah i have a friend who has a virtual reality system i guess Mm -hmm. you call it Mm -hmm. and even the basic games on that you're moving you're oh, yeah. you're moving around oh, yeah. you're, you're hiding and jumping around and, and doing things like that so of, of course your family is going to be watching you thinking you've lost your mind <laughs> you're flying that's around true maybe, maybe wait till nobody's home or well, something yeah. but it, it's it's super cool and you know the research show that people who aren't really big on traditional workouts tend to have a lot more fun doing this and that they will be compelled to stick with it so that's another opportunity if you're a, sort of a, a gearhead this might be the thing that gets you going but I wanted to ask you about, there are a couple of things that I've seen lately uh, to do with exercise that I don't know if you have an opinion on or, or know much about them. One of them is, I can't remember, the, it's the bicycling program where you're watching a video and you're actually like on the Tour de France course. Oh, yeah, or, Peloton. Or Peloton, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any opinion on that? Is that something that helps people, do you think, or is it more for the hardcore? Well, it depends on whether or not you've been watching the um, Sex in the City where Carrie's husband died in the first episode on his Peloton having a heart attack. Oh, no. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so Peloton, I guess, was not happy about that. Anyway, yeah. um, I have a friend in California who is absolutely devoted to his Peloton, and he's on that thing every single morning. He's a very, very busy uh, guy, and that's the one thing that really gets him going. It's, they have incredible programs where you yeah. compete, you know, and you can you can moderate the altitude, the incline. So you're going, you know, up the Alps, or you're just going, you know, yeah. on a flatter surface. Um, it has all kinds of incredible opportunities and possibilities. Um, if you like being on a stationary bike, that's great. Um, I kind of find it. You know, tedious after a while. But I guess mm. if I had bought that system. Maybe if there was a video, yeah, yeah. it might make it different. It might make I, I a know yeah. uh, when I used to go to the gym every day, and I don't, I don't do that as much anymore because mm-hmm. it's so darn busy, but yeah. um, I, I would put on a video of something that interested me, and it made. It took my mind off of oh, what sure. I was doing. So I was on a stationary bike, yeah. and yet it what didn't feel like it because I was into, you know, I would watch murder mystery or, or, or something like that. <laughs> sure. And all of a sudden, an hour later, the show ends, and I'm like, hey, I just oh. put in five miles or six miles on my bike. Which is hey. really cool. Or, yeah. you know, watching watching a video while you're on a treadmill, same thing. Yeah. You're much more inclined to stick with it if you're looking at something that's interesting versus just, you know, the handlebars on the bicycle yeah. or the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. Good point. So I think, yeah, those can be super, super helpful if you, you know, want to make the investment in that kind of a system. One of the gyms here in town, and I don't want to give them free advertising, so I'm not going to mention <laughs> who they are, but they have a movie theater spin room. Whoa. And you can actually go in and get on your bike. It's dark, and, and then there's a movie playing. And that tends to motivate you to stay longer on your yeah. bike because you want to see what happens in the movie. Is it right? like a, just a normal movie, or is it like a workout movie type uh, thing? I, a couple of movies I went to, they were relatively modern movies. They weren't new releases, but they were relatively modern releases. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a fun experience. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, there was this... <laughs> 
I, I haven't seen it lately, but they had this thing where it was like like a mirror. You put it on your wall. Yes. And then you would push a button and it would come alive and there would be a person talking to you and yeah. it would track everything. Do you know anything about that one? I can't even remember the name of it. I can't either, but I have a friend who has one in Southern California and um, she swears by it. I, hmm. I think, I mean... Andy, it all gets down to what are the things that are going to motivate you and what makes you feel like you want to be fit and healthy may not be the same thing for me, but that's great. You know, it's it's all, we're all individuals. And if you find that tool that makes you want to move, particularly if you're, like we talked about before, if you're intimidated by going to the gym and you have that one-on-one thing with the the lady in the mirror or the guy in the mirror, Mm -hmm. then that's, if it makes you move, who's to say that's wrong? Back, back down to uh, motivation and accountability, I guess. Exactly, exactly. I got a text from somebody about uh, talking about dogs and, and getting mm-hmm. a dog, and she said there are people who have fat, lazy dogs because <laughs> they don't walk them very much, or their yes. dogs don't get out. And, yes. and I, I mean, you know, you go online and watch funny videos of big fat cats <laughs> who can't get through the, the the doggy door and stuff like that. And it, while it's funny, it's it's a little bit sad. You it know, is sad, and, and maybe you think about what are you feeding your animal. And then are you giving the animal the exercise that it requires to be healthy? Most dogs want to get out and they run. They do. They yeah. do. They're running machines. Yeah. So that's the best, you know, that's accountability right there. If you have that pet, for sure. So 10, 10 well, exercises for people who hate to exercise. Okay. We're down to our last two. Two left. Okay. This is one that Doug and I do as much as we can. And let me interrupt you, yes. but we'll get the last two. Yes. I do get it. Get, have to get one more commercial break in. When we come back, we will uh, kind of a cliffhanger. The number okay. nine and number Woo. 10 okay. is coming up and we're trying to get fit here on the Andy Griffin show. We'll be right back. This is the Andy Griffin Show on News Radio 890, 92.5 KDXU. Stay tuned for Clay and Buck coming up next. Oh, welcome back. I'm Andy, 952 on this beautiful Tuesday, the 12th day of July. And I have Marianne Hamilton in with me. Uh, Marianne's doing a fantastic job trying to get us motivated a little bit, Marianne. I appreciate that. Doing my best. It's, it's my <laughs> life goal. Get us all moving. It's, uh, you know, I, and I appreciate, too, you starting uh, before we got to this list of, uh, you know, exercises, exercises for people who hate to exercise by mentioning that, look, if you have some kind of physical situation, uh, make sure you consult your doctor first. Um, there was a time, unfortunately for me, where I went through like eight months where I wasn't allowed to do traditional exercise. I couldn't. I couldn't actually walk on my foot. It was, you know, I was I was walking around in crutches and had the big boot on and everything. And I had to find other ways. And unfortunately, I wasn't very good at finding other ways to exercise. And it's hard to do when you can't use your legs, yes, you know. Yes. But um, I consulted my doctor. He said, well, you really can't do that yet. You really can't do this yet. And, and that's what we all need to do. Make sure that you're clear because we don't want anybody getting hurt or Especially, worse. Yeah, I mean, things you don't think about if, if you've had surgery. Well, there's a limited... There's an amount of time where you can't expose the incision to, you can't go mm-hmm. in the pool. You know, you, yeah. you can't get that wet. And they're just things that, that are practical issues that maybe your doctor needs to tell you that you don't know intuitively. I had this bad burn on my foot and I, I was not allowed to get it wet. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take it in the shower or in the pool, a hot tub. Oh, wow. And we actually devised a system where I put a plastic bag over it. Right. And then I right. would still try to keep it out of the water, but it, if their little water got on it, at least I was covered and, and kept it dry. But uh, that can be really frustrating. Oh, very yeah. frustrating. And it, I mean, there's just, we, we take our health for granted and when we don't have it, it's just miserable. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's true. 
you know, that's that's why it's so important to move and, and, and be healthy and try and get some exercise because that can all be taken away from you very quickly. All right. Let's go to nine and ten then and talk yes. about the last couple of things on the list uh, because there are many of us out there who are like, I don't like to exercise. It's hard. I can't do it. But we're finding there are some great ways to do it. Mm-hmm. What are number nine and ten, Marianne? Well, this is number nine is something that Doug and I do whenever we can, which is to take an active vacation. Ah. Yeah. Um, especially here i mean we have the ultimate vacation destination here we have five natural parks you can go hike through or walk through mm-hmm. um if you have the wherewithal you can go to you know colorado or idaho and go whitewater rafting or or maybe take not the ones that are the you know the really demanding yeah, don't go the five cataracts yeah or right whatever. Exactly. yeah <laughs> but um you know there are ways to incorporate um you know physical activity with your vacation there's a company called vacation races that doug and i have uh used in the past we went mm-hmm. to the south of france and did the madoc marathon there and they plan an entire week of activities you wow. know, wine tasting and all this kind of stuff and mm. um it was really really super if you have the financial wherewithal to do that it was something we saved for for a yeah. long time and, and yeah. did that race um i know there are for pickleball fans mm-hmm. there are tournaments all over the country you exactly. can go and I, I i can't remember the website but there's a website that actually specializes in pickleball vacations mm-hmm. where you're there you get there three two or three days early uh, you're, they, they tell you where to, to play to get ready for the tournament, and then right. you have the tournament. They have the banquet and all the stuff. And Yeah, I, I like that idea. That's yeah. how we ended up Active living vacation. in St. George. We planned our October 2011 vacation around coming to the, Saint jo- um, the Huntsman World Senior Games for the very first time because Doug had been to Utah. I'd never been before, and we had heard about this thing called the Huntsman World Senior Games mm-hmm. that had race walking, which was yeah. the sport that I wanted to do. And we were so enamored of St. George that we ended up moving here three years later. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, so I'm glad you're here. So are we. So are we. All right, we're down to the last about three minutes or so. How about number 10? Okay, this is going to sound insane uh, today when it's going to be 107. Okay. (laughs) But think about this one for the fall or the winter. Exercise outdoors when it's cold, Uh believe it or not. I know Hmm. the impetus is to bundle up and stay bundled in, but what you want to do is bundle up and go outside. Um, Your body will actually burn a, a type of body fat called brown fat, and I'm not entirely, I'm not a doctor, but it produces heat to help you maintain your body temperature in cold conditions and um, brown fat has research is kind of excited because um, it appears to use regular body fat as fuel so if you're burning that it's going to you know get rid of the other fat Um, just make sure that you're uh, adequately insulated I mean I have uh, this thing called Raynaud's phenomenon that when it gets below like 50 degrees my hands and my feet go numb oh yeah, the blood vessels constrict, and basically, I you know the extremities go numb, and it's it's. I don't really like the winter that much because of that. <laughs> it's difficult. Well, um, you live in a good place because we I don't have much of exactly. the winter here. <laughs> and Doug did get me a pair of uh, electric gloves, so that really helps. But oh, nice. Yeah, we were we were snowshoeing at Brianhead one year, and and my one of my gloves had the inside the liner had a hole in the fingertip, and still just because of that, the, you know, the outside was still in place, but my finger was completely numb by the time oh, I finished. Wow. It was really, really painful. So make sure that you deal with those kinds of things and have adequate protection and layer up. But other than that, um, you know, we have beautiful weather most of the year. But yeah. get outside. Um, it's, it's tough right now to go outside and try and walk or run when it's, you know, the low is 80 in the morning at midnight. Yeah. But um, anytime from about September on, it's just fantastic here year-round for exercise. We have, we have optimum exercise and fitness 
and environment I, here. And I think the body goes into kind of high gear when it's colder. Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as, and like you said, it's kind of insane to talk about it because it's <laughs> 90 right now. But right. Uh, when it's colder, your body kind of kind of huddles its resources and gets gets ready to fight the cold. And mm-hmm. uh, in fact, oftentimes I'll be out exercising in the cold and, you know, first the sweatshirt goes off and then right. the gloves are thrown right. away and then the hat is gone and I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. And even though it's 37 degrees, because... I worked out so hard. I've you know? I've been in races where it's 43 and I'm wearing a running bra and shorts because it's just your body's putting out all this body heat and it, yeah. it just feels terrific. Then, of course, you want to cover up as soon as you get across the finish line so you don't get chilled. That's chill, true. But, That's true. But your body will, will get you through and it'll it'll acclimate you to the temperature. Final minute, uh, Marianne. I love the list. Thank you for bringing it to us. Um, sure. The ultimate goal, I think, and, and one of the reasons I like having Marianne on is, is to help us understand that it's not too late right i mean we may be older uh, you know some of you are maybe aren't as old but you know uh, guys tend to develop a little bit of a pot belly as they get a little older and women sometimes get it on the other end of things yeah and and, uh, but it's not too late to even if you have a pot belly if you're if you're in pretty decent shape if we can motivate you to find a couple of exercises that work for you yeah it's just you know it's just thinking differently that's it just don't think the way you thought when you were you know a high school football player or a high school you know, track star. You mean that I can eat whatever I want anytime I want and not have to exercise because I'm going to play later anyway? Yeah, that. <laughs> that, that doesn't work quite as well. It when does not. Metabolism kind of starts slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, Marianne, thanks for coming in today. Andy, it's, it's always a pleasure. Thanks yeah, so much. It's fantastic having you on. Yeah, I think you do a great service in the community, and uh, you're not in it for the money. You're in it to help people. I love always. That. I, 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 there's nothing more important to me than helping people get motivated to be fit and healthy. That's it for the show today. Tomorrow we're going to talk schools. What will we talk about schools in the summertime for? Well, you'll find out tomorrow on The Andy Griffin Show.